How's everyone doing today? Welcome back to another episode of The Banker Next Door. I am your host, Dr. Joe Burquist. Today, I wanted to talk to everyone a little bit about AI and basically, can AI help a community bank? So I wanted to bring in, I saw this great article this week that I wanted to bring in. So this is an article from Bank Director, and this is called How Community Banks Can Use AI to Address staffing constraints and this was written by mark vanderpool who's the founder and president of a company called direct link so so as we cruise down the article here um i'm just gonna read this you know the goal of ai adoption is not about replacing jobs it's about bolstering the human element of customer service in community banks in today's regional job markets finding training and retaining qualified staff is one of community banks most significant challenges in this regard ai can be an ally helping address unmet customer demand by handling routine inquiries and tasks like fetching balances transaction histories or bill payments this augmented automation allows employees to focus on more complex issues that require a personal touch or critical thinking. So th that all very good points right there. I mean, obviously finding talent and then training that talent and retaining that talent is one of the key challenges for regional banks. But I mean, I mean, in theory, though, that's a, a primary challenge for for all banks in this country, as well as all all businesses in general in this country. I mean, that's always you know one of your top you know one or two issues year in and year out. But uh, but again, well, let's just we'll, we'll keep rolling here. So. Here are some of the key areas where banks can leverage AI to the, to the most to the maximum benefit. So number one is customer expectations. In the digital age, customers expect 24-7 availability. AI can provide after-hours service, answering basic questions and performing simple transactions to help ensure that customer needs are met in a timely fashion. Number two, resource optimization. AI can handle high volumes of routine tasks with consistent Accuracy, allowing human employees to concentrate on areas that generate more value for the bank and its customers. Number three, job satisfaction. Removing monotonous tasks from staff workloads can allow employees to engage in more rewarding work, improving job satisfaction and reducing turnover. Scalability, number four, scalability. AI systems can be scaled to handle increased demand without the need for proportional increases in staff, something that can be particularly beneficial for community banks with limited resources. And number five, uh, risk management. AI can help identify and mitigate risks by analyzing patterns that may be indicative of fraudulent activity. So when contemplating the adoption of AI, senior leadership should prioritize these considerations human AI collaboration, training and development, and regulatory compliance. Uh, and then, he, and then he, he kind of wraps up by saying, you know, implementing AI is not about choosing technology over people. It's about integrating technology into the workforce to create a more dynamic, efficient, and customer-centric banking environment. Um, not untrue, but, if, but now that I, I went through that, I'm going to play uh, kind of devil's advocate here for a minute. So so let's talk about some of the things that he's really mentioning here. What he's talking about is chatbots. He's talking about uh, what's called what I would refer to as reg tech regulation technology. In other words, uh, banks have a lot of back office stuff that they have to do around what's called BSA, Bank Security, Bank Secrecy Act, um, AML, anti-money laundering. 
that really gets in with filing a lot of what's called the uh, the SAR reports, suspicious activity reports, uh, the CTRs, the currency transaction reports. Um, you know, banks have to file a lot of those reports continuously. And so there's a lot of companies out there that are coming up with kind of these different systems that can help banks uh, to basically, you know, kind of generate those reports, go through that stuff a lot, uh, make it more streamlined, more efficient, faster. Um, and like you said, into the article, to the article's point, and that is like, let's take some of the monotonous work away from employees and just have them focus on the more important stuff. So um, this stuff is all great, uh, but I would I would put a giant butt in there. And that's and this is where the devil's advocate comes in. So um, this stuff is really expensive to implement. You've got to have the right employees with the right tech talent. Um, in place to to integrate all of these systems, get everything up and running, keep it running. Um, what, what I find kind of funny is that, you know, banks operate, your average bank apps operates a lot of technology today. I mean, they got a website, they got mobile apps, uh, they've got a whole lot of back off back end um, technology running through the bank. And um, yeah, and it just it, it takes a lot of manpower, a lot of time, a lot of money just to keep those things running. And now you want to kind of put this whole AI interface. Over, I'll call it an overlay is kind of this is the AI over, you know, interface overlay over top of all of that existing infrastructure in your technology area of the bank. Um, what you know, what does that do to the bank in terms of, of the, the amount, again, of manpower, money, responsibility? And I will tell you that, you know, again, I think that to say that if the, and, and again, in a perfect world, let's say this does work. OK, you implement this thing, creates a whole ton of new efficiencies in the bank. That's great. The reality is that some people in that in that case, some people are going to lose their jobs. Some of the front end retail people that, you know, they would they would go away and you would you would be less with less jobs because a lot of those monotonous tasks, a lot of those everyday things that go on in running a bank day in and day out would would go away. Um, so I think there so the reality here is that, yes, yeah, some people would lose their jobs. But I would I would also say that. Technology works until it doesn't work. And and then all of a sudden, you know, you so in other words, it work. It's working great. Everything's going well. And then all of a sudden you have some kind of uh, natural disaster in your area. You have some kind of giant flooding event. You have an earthquake, you have a tornado, you have something and then boom. And all that technology is down. And now you need all those people on hand to do all those monotonous tasks. And you can't just train them. You can't just grab people off the street and just train them in a hot minute in a, in a crisis situation and have them back up and running. So, um, so I think there's a very delicate balance there in terms of what we're doing, what we're not doing. I will also say this, you know, I have I've spent time like a lot of people have in messing around with uh, OpenAI, you know, ChatGPT, Gronk, some of these other uh, some of these different AIs that are out there. And I and I um, it is it is cool. It is fascinating what they can do. Uh, but I also think a lot of this stuff, at least right this moment, is overhyped. Um, I don't think I don't think everybody's losing their jobs uh, tomorrow uh, because OpenAI can can write a a, a term paper in, uh, in 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 you know a minute and a half. Um, you know I do think it will change the way that we work and we do our jobs and we do a lot of things, uh, particularly in the next you know five years. I I do think you know as AI becomes you know more integrated, a lot of you know I see Adobe. 
I see Microsoft, I see all these, uh, you know, like what I mean, like Microsoft, like office, you know, all these, um, everybody's like kind of integrating their AI into their, into their systems. So that is going to change the way that kind of people work on projects, work on a lot of different things. Um, you know, so it's good. It's going to lead to a change of, of how things are going. Uh, where this ultimately goes long term, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm not really sure how that all plays out over time. But it, but again, I, I thought this was interesting and I just wanted to take a look. And I wanted to and I also want to tell everybody that um, I want to get into I do in the coming months. I want to get into more of the technology um, area of banks and different things that are going on. Like one of the things I don't know if anybody had a chance to go look at some of the interviews I did. Um, Omar Jordan, who's the CEO of Coviance. Um, I did uh, Kent Kirby, who uh, works for Abrigo, uh, a couple of technology companies that provide loan automation software and services to, to community banks and credit unions around the U.S. Um, I would highly uh, recommend those interviews to everybody. Go back and take a look at those episodes. Um, but I do want to get into not just the technology itself, but also the idea of project management. You know, how do you manage these IT projects? Um, how do you bring them through fruition? And to that end, there was a great book here. I want to show everybody. This is called Rewired. And this is this is McK McKinsey's Guide to Outcompeting in the Age of Digital and AI. And this whole book is basically about project management and basically how you take you know, all these these complicated uh, tech projects from start to finish. And I've been I've been looking at this book for the last couple of months now, and it's a really great book. Uh, I would highly recommend anybody that's in the IT world and banking. You should you should have a copy of this book and you should read it and go through it because uh, there's I, I think there's a tremendous amount of great stuff in there. But um, so definitely I, I definitely want to talk more about the whole AI subject and and technology in general and what that means to banks and uh and how banks basically how especially particularly a lot of community banks that aren't that big like how are they going to deal with all of this uh this technology that's that is forever evolving and changing um over the next couple of years in particular so but uh but again hope everybody liked this video uh please make sure to like and subscribe and share uh that always helps the channel um keep an eye out i've got a bunch of other uh videos coming out today with some different things i'll be i'll be working on i got another weekly banking update coming uh doing a regulatory update doing a, a couple interesting um things on uh what else we got here uh we oh we got been we talking about treasuries going to be talking about the troubles in regional banks right now so hopefully everybody will come back and check out some of those episodes and i hope to see everybody again real soon thanks a lot <laughs>